Welcome back, everybody, to The Good Shepherd, episode 11. Did you just watch episode 7 and episode 8 of The Last Dance? I know a lot of you did. I know it's been enthralling. It's been riveting to watch. It's a documentary. They have done a phenomenal job. To me, my takeaway was this. It was the relationship between Steve Kerr and Michael Jordan on that last 3P team. At this point, you know about the fight. Take a listen to Steve Kerr describe it. This is courtesy of ESPN. On every team that I was ever on, there were three or four practice fights a year. It was not uncommon. Uh, right. Generally, those things remained under wraps. And I don't think anybody found out about uh, the fight that Michael and I got into for uh, for months. I think it came out you know, way later. Um, but it stuff like that happened. It was just intense competition. So what you just saw was a teammate that had not proven himself yet with Michael Jordan. In my opinion, the Pippins of the world, they had been there before. You know, obviously Horace Grant wasn't with them at that particular time, but those guys had earned stripes with Michael Jordan. The Steve Kerrs of the world and the Ron Harpers, they were very good basketball players, especially Ron Harper, but they didn't win with Michael Jordan. They weren't winners yet, at least in Michael Jordan's eyes. You needed to prove a toughness to you. You needed to prove a professionalism about you in terms of gaining the respect of Michael Jordan. So Michael Jordan was going to come at you, and he obviously clocked Steve Kerr. And in Michael's eyes, it was for good reason at the time because he wasn't going to back down. He needed you on the same team to be an individual that would match that mentality, that would match that dedication, that hard work, that Mamba mentality, if you will, which would ultimately lead to a championship. Michael needed to challenge you because in order for him to get to what he needed to get to, he needed you to get there with him. And if that meant punching someone out in the face in the middle of a practice, so be it. So be it. That's just what had to happen at that point. Here's what I do know. Steve Kerr, it changed his career for the better. It really did. Because a year and a half after that punch, which obviously we know took place in the 1995-96 NBA training camp for the Chicago Bulls, a year and a half later, Steve Kerr hits the series-ending game-winning shot that ultimately lifted the Bulls to a fifth title in seven years. It was because of Steve Kerr having the stones, having the kahunas to catch the ball, and it looked effortless. It just flowed off his fingers, switched through the net, Bulls win their fifth championship. If Michael doesn't challenge Steve Kerr in that particular practice, Steve Kerr doesn't get the necessary mental toughness, in my eyes, the inner belief in yourself, because if you could stand up to Jordan in practice, you could stand up to anybody else in any other circumstance. And that's what Steve Kerr was able to show in that game-winning shot that he hit in 1997, which obviously we know won the NBA Finals for the Bulls in 1997. But that's not where it stopped. Let's fast forward from 1997, now we're going to 2015. Okay, so that's 18 years later. Steve Kerr, Steve Kerr with the same mentality, same determinism, same attitude, took a Warriors team that had never even been to a conference finals, mind you, never been to a conference finals in terms of the Steph, Clay, Draymond era. Mark Jackson did a good job. Steve Kerr took over, took them to 67 wins, and then the NBA championship. The only other team to amass 67 wins outside of that three-peat Bulls team past 1990 was the 2000 Lakers, Kobe and Shaq. That was an all-time great team in and of itself. But Steve Kerr with the Warriors team that, remember, the year before, only Steph Curry was an all-star. Steph Curry had only made one all-star game at that point. No one had the Warriors winning the championship. No one had them winning 67 games. 
but Steve Kerr had the ultimate moxie, intelligence, greatness, inner belief, inner fortitude, and you can attribute that, you can trace that back to that punch that he took in the 1995-96 NBA training camp at the Chicago Bulls. If you look at the trajectory of Steve Kerr's career, he became a three-time NBA champion head coach. And I don't want to hear about Kevin Durant because he did it with a young Steph Curry, a very young Clay, and a very young Draymond, and they won 67 games in the process in the regular season of doing so. The next year with Steph Curry, to me, no disrespect Clay or Draymond, the only first Ballard Hall of Famer on that 2016 Warriors team, they win 73 games. And if it were that easy, anyone can do it. I'm not going to go the whole Geico caveman can do it because that's old and played out. Everywhere I go, there's always something to remind me. The bottom line is Steve Kerr. His just overall ability, inner belief in himself stemmed from that day when he was clocked by Michael Jordan. And I'm very, very happy that the message was received in the way it was, not that the actual guy was punched, because anybody in any NBA circles will tell you that Steve Kerr's class act personified. Congratulations, The Last Dance, you did it again. Speaking of did it again, I'm gonna talk about a guy in the next episode who is doing it again and again off the court. He's an even bigger superstar off the court than he is on. His name is Steph Curry. And I'm gonna tell you why in this turbulent, tumultuous, scary times we live in with COVID-19, and that every person is experienced, if not on a first-hand, second-hand basis, I'm gonna to explain to you why no other athlete, as much as Steph Curry has stepped up the way he has, and the impact that he has had not just on America, but on the world in the toughest of times. I'm gonna to explain what really makes that man great in the next episode. I appreciate everybody tuning in. Your comments below, what was your best takeaway from episode seven and episode eight in The Last Dance? I hope y'all had a chance to enjoy it. I know it's been great. Again, I hope everyone's families continue to be safe out there because I know we're still in very tough times. So may God be with you, you and yours, stay safe. Take care of each other, and we'd love you to subscribe. Thank you very much.